Welcome to the podcast of Stav, Abby, and Matt. What a what a great day to have downloaded this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, most shows are pretty good, but today had you know just had a, had something special what about it. What was your it. favorite part? I can't quite put my finger on what it was though. My favorite part probably talking to uh, Andrew McCulloch. Oh yeah, yeah, Broncos boy. Uh-huh. I started following him on Instagram when he followed me back. He's handsome, isn't he? Yeah, and he's, his wife is gorgeous as well. She's taken, yeah. He's taken. Sorry. <laughs> You're she, right? She's taken, he's taken. Yes. What? Why am I right? Because I said he's handsome. No. You're like, he's taken, she's taken. Well, you yeah. both seem to be enamoured with each of their partners. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we talk about Wayne Bennett, actually, and everything that happened after the uh, big head, little head. Um, we also caught up with sledge. Joe Jonas. Oh, yeah, there was him too. He was all right. Actually, I wasn't too impressed. What? No? I don't know. I just wasn't feeling him. Uh. Like, he... Usually he's a good chat. Yeah. And today just kind of seemed like he had something else to do. Well, he probably had like 10,000 chats that he's got to do. Yeah, I know. Anyway, enjoy that. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, like stick around for it. Yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't like, sell good. it very well. Yeah, well, I just, you know. It wasn't that great, actually. <laughs> no, it was okay. It was good. It wasn't, it wasn't his best. It wasn't his best work. Oh, we were good. He wasn't? Yes. That's... Maybe we weren't. Nah, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I, 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 I can hear it. Been doing this game for a long time, kids. <laughs> oh, here we go, Grandpa. Here's the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The CGs on at the GC. I just worked that out. Uh, the Commonwealth Games on at the Gold Coast. And it's been a, it's been fantastic, hasn't it? You've been down to some of the events and had a, had yes. a ball. And last night I watched the steeplechase and I thought that was just for horses. But, but no... They do it as well. No, they, uh, the horses couldn't get into uh, through quarantine, ah. so they had to run up. Without you seen that? Well, what, what's the steeplechase? Hurdles with the water. There's water at the end. They jump oh, right. over to hurdle. They do three hurdles or two hurdles, and then the one with water. There's mm. water. And then oh. they do dressage. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so is that humans doing it though? Yes, yes, yeah, humans yeah, do yes, it. It's yeah. a track event. It's been around for yeah. years. A bit random though. Oh, I've just, just never like, seen it. Oh, it's yeah. like they, they've added horses to heaps of sports. They used to do polo, and then they went, "Let's get horses in the pool." No, but it's just random to. <laughs> it's just. This <laughs> <laughs> is random to have a running event with water at the end. Yeah. Just say it's a new version of hurdles. Mm. Uh, it's it's just, not a new version. It's been. It's years. just that, think of that. Your feet get wet and then you've got to keep running. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I know, a bit of a sneak behind the, the, the curtain, but um, one radio station has the rights to the Commonwealth Games, so they can say whatever they want about it. Not us. Not us, obviously. So we not have that we quite care. A strict regulation about what we can and can't say, what we can and can't broadcast. That's fair enough because they paid a lot of money for the rights. Mm. Um, but it, what it does mean is sometimes when we play stuff back, we have to censor it so mm. it conforms with the rules. Yeah. And that can sometimes make it sound a bit different to what it actually sounds like. Right. Uh, so I've got some footage, uh, got some audio of the Commonwealth Games, and it has been beeped. Uh, so you just want to have a listen. It, sound, it sounds bad, but it's not, it's not that bad. But ha- have a listen to a beeped version of the Commonwealth Games. Welcome to the f***ing Commonwealth Games, where all the c***s get together to compete, even the p***y ones. And we're off to the swimming, and these motherfuckers are ready to go. But what's this? Two competitors have decided to go doggy b***ing together instead of broking. To the athletics now and the men's 100. Look at that tight lycra. You can completely see all their c***s. Some are definitely bigger than others. And if you're worried about getting down to the games, don't, because there's no c***s on the road at the moment. Back to the action now, and it's time to get your hands on some d***s and toss them like crazy until someone comes first. Followed by the pole vault, and these guys are high over that bar. Great work there from that bunch of a**s. And here we are at the closing ceremony, and Prince Charles is sitting next to his b- Camilla as some f- it's play and people dance. See you in four years. F-
Okay, I bet that sounds bad. That does yeah, sound bad. Yeah, Maddie's face is horrifying. That sounds bad. And I'm filthy. Do you know what? That's why you filled in the blanks, I think, you know incorrectly, what? babe. I think what we have to do to clear that up, I'm going to have to take the risk and, and play it unedited and just cop whatever comes my way for breaking the rules. But we'll have to play the unedited version just yeah, to make okay. sure. Have a listen to what it actually sounds like. Welcome to the freaking Commonwealth Games, where all the countries get together to compete, even the pretty ones. And we're off to the swimming, and these master floaters are ready to go. But what's this? Two competitors have decided to go doggy paddle together instead of breaststroking. To the athletics now, and the men's 100. Look at that tight lycra. You can completely see all their calves. Some are definitely bigger than others. And if you're worried about getting down to the games, don't, because there's no cars on the road at the moment. Back to the action now, and it's time to get your hands on some discus and toss them like crazy until someone comes first. Followed by the pole vault, and these guys are flying high over that bar. Great work there from that bunch of athletes. And here we are at the closing ceremony, and Prince Charles is sitting next to his bride Camilla as some fun hits play and people dance. See you in four years, dudes. Thank God for that. Thanks for clearing it up, mate. You're welcome. I'll cop the fine. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, we love our boys, the Brisbane Broncos, uh, and one of them, one of our star players, he is in fine form at the moment, Andrew McCulloch is on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. And I'm pretty excited why you're on as well, because I, I'm supporting the plastic ban that is coming into Queensland on the 1st of July. I'm plastic very excited bags. by that. Yeah, in, yeah, with supermarkets. But um, this is pretty cool, because you've aligned yourself with Adidas, who have paired up with Parley to come up with like recyclable shoes. The shoes are made out of plastic from the ocean yeah it's pretty crazy how they sort of um were able to sort of make the shoes from that but it's obviously a great cause and they're trying to obviously limit the amount of uh, plastic waste that goes in the ocean and you know, the more pairs of shoes they buy uh they make and people get um is only going to increase and help out what they're trying to achieve I mean, because you guys, Stav, you've, he's brought this up with uh, basketball players before you do you reuse footy boots or do you have to kind of plow through them a lot um, or pre-season you tend to, because in the most days, so I guess, um, depending on, yeah, you can, depend on the guy, but, you know, you could go through two or three pairs in three or four months and then, you know, try and get another pair as well. But, um, yeah, at this stage, probably every, every month a month, I play a new pair of boots and, um, yeah, you got to wear them and make sure that that's your, that's your workwear. So you got to make sure you're comfortable as well. Yeah. And apparently there's, there's a, you know, there's that floating garbage island in the ocean. It's bigger than Texas these days. Massive. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't believe everything he says, yeah. Andrew. We will Google because he's... You had me going there. Yeah. It's true. We don't it's know. It's true. It's as big as Greenland. We'd say probably maybe seven out of ten facts are correct, so we'll work on that one. Well, I can say that to someone else now. I know I love yeah. you. Say, say it in your next interview. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Hey, uh, buddy, a lot of talk around Cameron Smith. Possibly, you know, JT is retired from rep football. Um, Kronk's not playing. People are saying that uh, you're going to be the next one to push Smithy aside and step into his jersey. What do you, what do you, how are you feeling about all that with the Origin talk? Um, I, oh, I guess it's a bit of a, a wrap in a way, but um, I've sort of got to the stage now where I haven't really thought about that too much, especially over the last few years with Smithy continuing to play. I've just been uh, really enjoying the way of um, trying to play my, approach my football and making sure I'm doing a, a great job for the Broncos and making sure I'm trying to win as many games as possible for them. And, um, you know, those little things I probably worried about when I was a bit younger trying to get into those rep sides, but over the last probably four or five years, I, I haven't. I, I guess it's probably benefited my football as well with um, you know, not letting outside influences dictate how I play and perform. 
Yeah, right. And there's a lot of talk too about um, Bennett. Is it, is it feel it, like a, a lot of the uh, yeah? Yeah, there's yeah. the giggle. Yeah, because you'd have to like it's a father figure. You got to try and go yeah. to training and pretend we didn't even hear what Nathan <laughs> Brown said. To be honest, yeah, it's certainly uh, a bit different. Though. Like, it's just one of those kind of awkward ones, or you know, you, you can't say too much. You know, I still, I still obviously play there with Wayne, and yeah. obviously those two guys had a bit of a discussion. But I, I think at their side, they sorted out behind closed doors. With, whatever is said to each other so they've tried to move on and um, yeah prepare this week but as in uh, it is in football once there's a bit of a beef or an argument with each other it tends to um, make a bit of a story and people want to comment about it which is fine And yeah. Um, but yeah obviously Wayne's been <laughs> there before with a bit of uh, I guess altercation with someone else but everyone moves on and moves forward What happens when it comes out in the news like the day after it happens do any of you blokes go up to Bennett and bring it up, or do you, does everyone just pretend like you've got no idea yeah, and just see if anyone says anything? Oh, yeah, you just sort of sit back and wait for someone else to sort of say something. Darius will bring it up. Like I said, it's, yeah, it's one of those awkward things. I, myself, I, yeah, I'm, uh, he's been there a long time for me to sort of go up and ask him how he's, how he's feeling or anything like that. I just, yeah, no, it's not my... It's not my going. I don't think a lot of other boys would feel comfortable doing that either. Plus, if you, if you ask Bennett how he was doing, like that anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'd just go, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah, yeah, get any no, that. Try to get more than one word response from it anyway, yeah. which is right. Yeah, right. Hey, uh, are you worried about the whole Facebook thing with Mark Zuckerberg as well? You know how they're saying that uh, they've all got our information. Do you put a lot up on Facebook? Well, mate, to be honest, I don't have Facebook, and I haven't had Facebook probably for, oh, I don't know, six, seven years now. Well done. Oh, mate. really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I don't have Facebook. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't use it. I don't, I don't like it. And I don't know, yeah, just, I just got annoyed with you guys, all those uh, invites to games and all that sort of stuff. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just got, I just deleted, deactivated about, yeah, five, six years ago, so. Yeah, no, I'm not in that boat. <laughs> I was talking to a couple of players. I don't know if this is true, but they were saying that when they were going overseas, when the whole NRL like uh, drugging scandal was going about, when they went over to New Zealand, they had to hand back their phones and they weren't aware of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, well, it's, it's that, you know, now everyone's got that much information and, yeah, it's just hard to sort of, yeah, know what they can get a hold of these days. But I, I was talking to a lady from... She was in doing the talk uh, at the club a little while ago. She was saying they get into most things, but I don't know if they can get into WhatsApp just yet. Right. Ah. Ah. So you guys saying you'll have conversations on WhatsApp then? Oh, that, <laughs> they can have a look at our one, but they're just thinking more well, weirdos and getting in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, isn't it funny, especially when you're in a guys group? Like I, I have, I'm in guys chat groups on um, on Facebook with my mates and stuff. And we all think, you know, we're really cool in there. But if my wife yeah. ever sees what pops up, she's like, you're all losers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, if you read it back or maybe pin it out and read the conversation, they're probably thinking, you know, a group of weirdos or you know, <laughs> whatever it is. So <laughs> it would be interesting. <laughs> uh, well, hey, buddy, great to talk to you this morning. Um, you know, we're, we're behind you boys there. We know there's been a couple of losses at the Broncos, but I reckon you're, you're going to get back in form. And what you're doing with Adidas is, uh, is amazing too, mate. So good job. No. No, appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, anytime there is, Andrew McCulloch, Adidas, uh, him and also Parley all working together to prevent plastic entering our oceans, transforming into high-performance sportswear. Nice to talk, buddy. See you later. Thanks, guys. See you later. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Can you make a headline ring? <laughs> you can-
can ask us anything. Best caller on the air this morning is going to get 100 bucks uh, worth of uh, fruit to get from their local fruit shop. Check out uh, yourlocalfruitshop.com.au. Anything you want to discuss? I did say if anyone knows about how they run with wet feet after the steeplechase. I saw that last night. Hopefully Susan in the gap might have an answer. Morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, so running with wet feet, the trainers are made so that they wick the, the water away really quickly and the socks that they'd be wearing would be super thin so they don't hold any water. Oh, oh. there you go. See, that is interesting because everybody knows how bad it is to run with wet sneakers. Yeah. yeah. The other option is maybe they just get a whole tin of Scotchgard for each foot. And yeah. Just yeah. They do, they do um, you have special creams that you can rub on your feet, but they would be moving so fast, the water wouldn't have a chance to actually stay close to the skin. Yeah, they ran 3Ks. <laughs> it was so quick. I was yeah. like, whoa. They're oh. amazing, aren't they? Yeah, thank you for that. It's still a random sport. Like, hey, we need to mix this up from well, normal hurdles. Let's just whack a little kiddie pool at I'd the never end. seen it, so I thought there was a mistake. I was like, someone is going to be in trouble after that <laughs> <Wow>. one. <laughs> that well. Shouldn't wow. that track be flat? Oh, How does that that's fit That's embarrassing. Uh, Anonymous, you're on the air. 301060 for first calls. Hey, I've just got a quick question for Abs. Oh, oh, hang on, yeah. mate. Hang oh, on, oh, mate. The, okay, Are you, you in a windy Hello? tunnel? You oh, cut. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we, yes, we can. Go. What's going on? I've just got a quick question for Abs. About um, getting married in the Philippines. So, if I get married in the Philippines, does that mean is is it legal in Australia? Yes. So, um, Australia will honour any overseas um, countries, except they didn't previously for gay marriage, but now they do. But if you've got married in a in another country, um, yeah. and you get your marriage certificate over there, then yes, Australia considers you married. I, I, I assume that means that I won't be able to get married again in Australia because I kind of want to have two <laughs> ceremonies. No, unfortunately you can't. If you are already legally married, you're not able to do it unless there was any reason why you think right. there was an issue with it overseas. You could have like so a... You can have yes, a... I just have to, a fake one kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah, do you know, you can have 100% another wedding. It just will be... There'll only be a certain paragraph that won't need to be added and none of your guests would even notice the difference. Right, it just won't be valid. Uh, well, yeah, you w- it won't be valid because you're, you're already, already married. married. You can't get yeah, married right. twice, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so thank if you, you for that. want to have the same ceremony over here and just leave out a little bit of information. Yeah, right. All right, thank you very much for Enjoy. that. Enjoy. Just double-checking, mate. You're talking about coming back to get married to the same woman. You're not going to go a second one? <laughs> same woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just checking because huh? the answer might have been different. Yeah, true. Uh-huh. Lee and Griffin, you're on for first course. What would you like to chat about? Hi guys, um, just ringing in regards to Stav, your comment about the trash island that was building up in the middle of the ocean. Oh, hang there on. I've actually- got, I've got a tape. On, I'll play you yeah. the audio of exactly what he said moments ago. Yeah, apparently, there's, there's, a, you know, there's that floating garbage island in the ocean. It's bigger than Texas these days. It's massive. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't believe everything he says, yeah. Andrew. We will Google because he's. You had me going. Yeah. It's true. We don't it's know. It's true. It's as big as Greenland. <laughs> Yes, Lee. So it's not as big as Texas. There's an island out of Mackay that's called Shore Island. Yeah. And one, one beach side of it is full of rubbish. Like it's probably, let's say about three k's long by probably a kilometre wide that is completely full of rubbish. Yeah. And there's only left-sided shoes there. Out what? of all the rubbish, there's only left shoes. What? What do you mean? So it must be the way that the shoe is shaped and oh, the current yeah. flows yeah. that that's 
There's no right shoes. Right. Can we have the woman version like, of stab on the air here? <laughs> and Lee, uh, I appreciate your call. Uh, that's very interesting it's about totally the left shoes. True. Uh, but I've, I've actually been there. But I'm talking about an actual. It's not an island that's covered Just in trash. This is an actual um, island that's made up of trash, and it floats through the ocean. Uh, and it's actually well, the size. I don't of know about that one, but right. I was just throwing you a lifeline. <laughs> well, you were proving me wrong with your lifeline. Hang on, so, oh, so, uh, hang on Lee. Mackay? Did you say Mackay is where this yes, island is? Yes, Adam Mackay. Wow. Yep, so it's called shoes. Shore Island. S-H-A-W. All right. Thanks, We're Lee. Leave you there, Lee. We own a radio station in Mackay. I think we actually own two radio stations in Mackay. Can we make some calls for later on in the show and follow this up? I wonder We're, if we can get it renamed. We'd have to start calling ourselves Fact FM because all we do is spend our morning f- chasing up facts. Wow. Um, that's really interesting. Tell Googled. Lee you're impressed. Yeah. I, that's very impressive. Left, left shoes go different to right shoes, so they go the opposite direction and end up in different places. Right. Well, Thanks, we'll, Lee. We'll follow that up. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Need a car? Can't get finance? We help people just like you with Alpha Car Finance. Alphacarfinance.com today, you. Stav, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. 100K week because we played 7 and 8am every single day. 10000 on the line right now. Let's give it away. And going to Kenny in Redland Bay. What are you, Kenny? Morning. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good. You got through on 301060. There, you're only 30 seconds away from maybe walking away with $10,000. Great. Now, Abby's going to do the questions because I sound like I'm about to go through puberty. <laughs> I like you're about to cry. <laughs> I sound like Pauline Hanson giving a speech. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get a letter from uh, Abby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get... You've only just made yeah, up I with know. her. She always says yeah, she's going to cry. That's not an insult. Uh, uh, could be. Right. No one likes to cry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenny. They make me emotional. Going <laughs> <laughs> to get a letter from Abby. Uh, every answer has to start with that letter. Say pass if you don't know. To give yourself enough time, $50 per question and 10 grand if you get them all right, okay? Okay. All right. All right, Kenny, good luck. Your letter this morning is C for cash. C for cat. Copy. Yes, cash or cat. We're hoping, yep. Okay, here we go. Name something a, a kid plays in. Uh, copy house. Name an Australian city. Uh, Canberra. Name something on a work site. Uh, crane. Name a school subject. Uh, pass. Name something yellow. Uh, crayon. Name something you open. Uh, can. Name a confectionery company. Pass. Name a type of party. Uh, pass. $250, my friend. Well Cheers, guys. Thanks for that. Well done. I'll go through the couple that you missed. The school subject could have had chemistry. Uh, yep. A uh, confectionery company could have had cabbury, and a type of party could have had cocktail or costume. Ah. Yeah. Well done. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. It's a stable compound. If you apply a small amount of energy, it liberates an enormous quantity of energy. It's Because <laughs> it's all been done. Yes. Your whole life, people may have not believed you, but this is an opportunity where I will. Oh, we're doing one of those, are we? Yes. No questions asked. What do you think you've invented? Now, it could be a phrase. It could be a way of eating food as well. You know, no one used to have smashed avocado on toast before you did. True. And now you're like, everyone's doing it. I will believe you. Because there's things in my past that I've invented. What have you invented? What? Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, what is it? But, even better, I've discovered who invented something that we all love. 
I went to a chicken shop in Adelaide when I was down there recently yeah. and I wanted to get because no one's unhappy when they get chips and gravy no I don't, there is the a cocaine place. Cassie was not yeah. sad there is that. a place that has the best chicken and chips ever I've right. ever had and I was like I'm driving past I'm like I have to go and get it for good good back good in Adelaide times. isn't yeah. it yeah back it's always in, in your hometown and I went in there and I went you know what and I just started chatting to him I was like you always make the best chips and I said, he, I said, even like your your salt ratio, your chicken salt ratio is perfect. Yeah. And then he goes, well, thanks, love. But you know that we invented chicken salt. Wow. I said, what? Pardon? We invented chicken salt. Oh, that's a big call. I didn't want to dis- I didn't want to say to him, no, you didn't, because he was making my chicken and chips. So is, I said, it, is it made out of chickens then? Because I've always wondered that. I said to me, tell, tell me more about this. And he said, well, it's, we've had this family business for a long period of time. And down the road from us, there is a spy shop that a family... Um, Indian? Some, no, they were oh. immigrants from what country? I can't remember, but they have a spy shop. So he purchased some spice from them and it was to use on the chickens to, to season the chickens. But then he was like, people love that so much. I'm going to use it on the chips. And that's why it's called chicken salt. So he didn't invent the spices, he invented the use for it. He invented the use for it, right. and the company down the road invented, invented the, chicken salt, but right. it wasn't called chicken salt no. when he bought it. Right. I've done a little bit of research. It is invented in Adelaide. Right, that's what popped up on news.com yesterday. Yeah. But what came first? So the spice was originally for the chicken, not the chip. Yes. Yeah. And then they used it on the thing. Why and that's why, that's why it's chicken salt, not because it's made of crushed up chicken? No. Nope. Wow. There you wow. go. Isn't that amazing? You know what I you know what it was in, it, I always find funny? Yeah. When you get chips and they say, Do you want chicken salt? And you go That's uh, an insult. Yeah. But they don't have chicken salt overseas. No, Americans don't have it. Why are we not selling this stuff then? Chicken salt's the greatest invention there mm. ever was. Whoa. But I did come up with another invention that I didn't go ahead with. And this is why I want to believe you. In 131060, if you came up with anything, I will believe you. Here we go. I, oh, Here we I go. never had sandwiches hang at on, school. Hang on, I, ne- I never had sandwiches at school. Yeah. And I always liked to have some form of meat, but I didn't like the smell of tuna. Yeah. And I used to say to my friends, why can't they put chicken in a can? Oh. And this is a primary school. <laughs> and now you can buy chicken in a can. I'm just saying. Would you eat the chicken in the can? Yeah. Yeah? Have you not had it? No. It's good. So are you saying, you saying that you went to school yep. with a distant relative of John West <laughs> and they passed on the information and said, hey, Pop. No. Yeah, you, know, you got the tuna in the can. John West yes, is an Australian Yes, cup. yep. I know, sure. <laughs> you know you got the tuna in the can, Pop? <laughs> you got to put a chicken in it. Yeah. Uh. I didn't Great say, idea, I was saying, I'm just saying I had the idea for... Well, what did your idea did you have? I've never had original idea in my life. Oh, stabs up, stabs up. This uh, I invented a rotating CD rack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed so to say. It stands there. <laughs> yeah. And you push the pedal and all your CDs rotated around so you didn't have to scroll through. You could just look and go... You invented that, did you? Yep. Me and my mate, we blew, drew up blueprints and everything. And did then you? we saw it in a store like six months later. Six months later. I still, I still have an inkling that he went and did it. And just didn't tell me about it. I've, look, I've never wanted to bring this up before. Yeah. <laughs> but I invented the piston that went in the automobile. Okay, get all out. Right. No, we're all... <laughs> safe space. It's a safe space. Okay, and you okay. just what were they doing it? before then? Don't know. <laughs> I believe you've been pissed at an automobile. <laughs> well, I want to know, have you invented something? It could be a phrase, I'll take that on board. Uh-huh. Or it could be a way of eating food or uh-huh. a food. I don't care what it is. Whatever, whatever. All right. 
Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Have your fun, because it's all been fun. I invented the other day, I met the guy that invented chicken salt. I shook his hand and thanked him for the services he's done to our proud nation. You also once met the man who invented selfies. Now, that one I wasn't too sure about, but I had to be polite because I was sitting on a plane with him, and he right. said he was the one that invented. Get a selfie a with him? selfie. No, I didn't. He said the term selfie was never mentioned before he did it. But uh-huh. we want to know, what have you invented? We will believe you, even though others may not. James on the Gold Coast. What did you invent? Yeah, blue blue V's. About 10, 15 years ago, I worked in a factory and I, I smashed, when the green V's came out, I drank half of that can and then tipped half a can of um, Pasito in, the passion fruit soft drink, oh. and made um, blue V's. I was going to actually send the beverage company an email and tell them to start making them, but they ended up catching up a few years later. Oh, that's good of it. Wow. <laughs> so it, it tastes much different? No, pretty much pretty much spot on the same. Uh, but just right. blue. Matt, just what are you... Fruit, yeah. I'm not saying anything. I, b- I believe James. Yeah, that's great, James. Good on you, James, buddy. You could have been a multi-millionaire. Yeah. You know? Could have. Could have, should have. Melissa from Wellington Point, what did you invent? Hi, guys. I actually believe that I invented the pram lineup. <gasps> yes, it's really good, especially for, like, newborns. It's just comfier. Yeah, my daughter was born at 26 weeks Uh and she was tiny and when she came home from hospital, I thought that she was just lolling around in the pram. So I made a, it was padded and it was polar fleece on one side Uh and purple Lurex flirt fur on the other side and it was padded. And everybody used to stop me and say, oh my God, that's the best idea ever. And I used to think, oh, I should make them. And I did them. And now it's like a massive business. Yes, uh, it is. Always the way, isn't it? Yeah, because that's where you've got to make money when you have a kid. Because they're the inventions yeah. that really take off when you go, oh, wouldn't this be easier? Michael at Springfield, what did you invent, buddy? I believe I made uh, it's, uh, soy sauce and uh, mayo. They're, they're products the, separately or the but, combination? combination made into one paste. When I was a kid, I used to do it all the time, put it on literally everything, uh-huh. and then I went into a sushi bar the other, the other day, and they're selling it in packaging. Wow. Never tried it. Yeah, it's really nice. Good on everything. Oh, right. I'll think of you next time. Do you reckon Michael? they stole it from you, Michael? Yeah, I think I think they stole it from me. Yeah. <laughs> so they saw you having it one day at uh, Sushi Sushi, and they went, let's package that, <laughs> let's get him. Exactly, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Feel you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew at Zilbia, what did you invent? Um, my own style sandwich. Okay. Um, years ago, trying to make a couple of sandwiches, ran out of bread, so I had to make a Vegemite and cheese and peanut paste and honey sandwich in one. Oh, like a triple decker. Yeah, just ran out of bread, so combined them and wow. yeah, my invention. To be fair, would Scooby Doo have invented those a long time ago? He loved Ooh. a big layered sandwich. No, no, no. I don't know. Could have, but. Are you saying the thre- the multiple layers of bread in a sandwich you invented that, or the combinations no, of the fillings? Just a combination. Just uh-huh. a combination. I only used two pieces of bread because I ran out of the other two sizes. Yes. Uh-huh. Andrew, I believe because I've never seen that at a coffee club ever. No, that's true. No one's selling that. Carla from Arana Hills. What did someone invent? It wasn't me, but a girl that I went to primary school used to brag and brag so much that her granddad invented the crease in the bobby pin. Because apparently his um his daughters used to use them and they didn't stay in their hair. They'd always fall out because they were just flat. Yeah. So he invented the crease to keep them you know, in their hair. <laughs> oh, they're good. That one you could believe. Yeah. Uh. You know what I'm working on at the moment? A device that finds where all the bobby pins are. Uh. Yes, before they rust in the shower. Yes. <laughs> <Would that be? laughs> 
They're everywhere. Why don't you do rust-free? Bobby pins. You could do plastic. They'd have plastic ones, wouldn't they? Always oh, got ya. <laughs> no, I've never plastic bobby pins. Plastic mm. ones. Well, there you go. Stav, Carl, have you ever seen uh, plastic ones? No, no, I don't think so. No, because wouldn't they just snap? That'd be yeah, tough. and then yeah, ew. yeah, no. <laughs> You've invented something, mate. Mate, but, but Carla and I, the two girls here, aren't happy with them. We yeah, haven't we'll... seen them yet. They'll be tough. Okay. But... Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Not the the, just Facebook. Mm, the Facebook. The Facebook. The Facebook. Or oh. the internet. Yes, the internet. Mark Zuckerberg in a bit of heat at the moment, which all sort of stemmed from Donald Trump to begin with, because they were saying that the Russians were using people's profiles and information from Facebook to kind of find out what they were into so Trump could get uh, more votes. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg's whacked his hand up and gone, this is not right. I will be happy to go before the Senate and be questioned. But now he's become the villain, almost, in this. They're just, they're drilling him down on what's happened there. It's a bit, I think sometimes people forget it is a business. It's yeah. like we all have a right to Facebook, rather than realising it is obviously free, but people need to make money of it, otherwise it wouldn't exist. But is that I, true? It is, but I think in the world there is some, you've got to have some sort of trust in when you take on a product. But no one reads all those bits and bobs down the bottom that says terms and conditions and no. all that. No, and I always go, and Stav's always taught me, anything you put online is for theirs to keep. Yeah. And my big saying about this whole shenanigans is if you're not buying anything or selling anything, you are the product. Completely. 100%. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone would ever read those terms and conditions. Isn't it annoying when they make you scroll to the bottom of the terms and conditions to select the click button? Yes. yes. And with some of the but privacy, I'm like, that's very confusing. Yes. So that's private, but I can share this, and then I go, oh, bugger it. So apparently Facebook has been selling off all of our deets to people. The Russians got a hold of it. Everyone's upset. Uh, and Zuckerberg's trying to, I guess, defend what it is that their business do. Because they also own Twitter and Instagram, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they? Yeah. yeah. yeah Instagram, definitely. Oh, okay. They've bought that as well. So they're all overlapping, essentially. And you know what it's like. You go on your phone, you look something up, and then all of a sudden you don't purchase that jacket. Yes. And then on Facebook for the next two and a half weeks... They kindly remind mind you so that you might want to purchase it. Which you like. I love it, but I must be a, a bit unusual because I always feel like I've got nothing interesting. So I'm like, eh, I don't care if anyone knows where I was. Personally, I, I'm in the <laughs> same as you guys. I think if I don't want it known by anybody, I'm not going to put it on Facebook. No, it's deeper than that, though. If, if you've got your location services or they know where you are. Oh, yeah. So have you turned them off? No. No. But I'm not going anywhere. When I go to bury bodies and stuff, I always t- no, turn reason, that off. It, to the point where <laughs> if, good, good, good. if you go to Bunnings, then on your Facebook the next day, yeah. you'll have Bunnings commercial. But does that yeah. bother you? No, but I'm just, why turn mine off? My, yeah, but yeah. My bank, whenever I'm at the airport, I get a notification from the app saying, Bing, travelling overseas, here is what the current rate is for all the countries, or don't forget to uh, secure your accounts, etc. Um, but how's this, Senator, doing a hard burn on Zuckerberg when he's questioning him about, you know, giving out the information? Um, this was a question asked to him. Have a listen to this. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. If you messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. Makes a good point. Mm, yeah, that's making a good point. Yeah. Makes a good point. Do you think it was any part of Zuckerberg that when he found out he had to go face the Senate, he went, I'll just send Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> 
Oh, no, he would have checked it, all their Facebook profiles before he went in there. Is it true that shares went up as soon as he faced the Senate? I haven't heard so that. So apparently I thought shares went up because there's a lot of celebrities. Because Jim Carrey had shares in Facebook. Uh-huh. And he uh, announced out. on February that he's giving them up because yeah. he wasn't happy with it. And now he's started the hashtag, like, delete your Facebook. Yeah. yeah. But then I thought shares went up as soon as he went. No one's going to delete their Facebook, are they? Well, well you can't. I, we can. You can. I, I've sort of been thinking about it. I don't use it the same way. Huh. I do, but then they own Instagram, and I like Instagram, so go you. Yeah, but then how do you stay in touch? You never get invited to things. You can't... I'm failing to see a downside. There is a world without Facebook. I don't reckon there is anymore. Because if people know you're not on there, they send a text. But then what if you haven't, what if you've changed your mobile phone? Well, then you probably shouldn't be going to the party because you know you're not going to go anyway, if that's the case. I think it would be scary for a couple of weeks, and then you would be fine. Let's all do it together. You try it first. I'll do it. And let me know. We all delete our Facebooks for a week and see how we go. And how's that? Shares did go up. It was the best best day in two years. Oh, Zuckerberg's loving it. He's probably, he's like, ask me more I think of the questions I can't answer. he was open because he didn't not. have to go. He was open to be yeah. able to face him. Well, as you guys already know, and this is my public service announcement, the FBI already have your thumbprint because you've put it into the iPhone to open up your phone. Now the Retina one, if you've given them your Retinas as well. Yeah. It's all over. Do you, do you want to delete our Facebooks and see how many parties we miss? No. No, you're, yeah. like, no, no. you're not going to do I'll it? I'll delete mine. No. You can no. delete yours. Delete it. For good. Okay. All three of us. Right. You, you guys can. I don't want a world without Facebook. <laughs> Settings. <laughs> how, do I, how do you delete? You can't delete it. You just how will I find cat videos and things like that? I will have so many empty hours in my life that I can't fill. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, we'd love you to join us tomorrow live from 6. We're going to be playing Alpha Bucks twice. It's worth $10,000 each time we play. It'll be April 13. It is H and K, Husey and Kate. Hong Kong. Oh, good one. Good one. Mm. So 7 a.m. is H and 8 a.m. is K. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. 100K week, Brisbane, because we play 7, 8 a.m. every single day. If you do the math on that, that's 100 grand. On the line, we gave away 10,000 already this week. Let's make it 20. Hey? All right. And playing this morning is Benita from Browns Plains. Morning, Benita. Hi. Now, you know how this works. You're about to get a letter from Abby. Every question yep. has to start with that letter. You get $50 per one. Say pass if you don't know. You can okay. $10,000 richer, okay? Yeah. What would you use that money for? Um, pay my bills and go on a holiday. Oh, yeah, nice. Good, Living the dream. Yeah. All right. <laughs> with your voice, it sounds like you're having a deep and meaningful with everyone. What would you do with that? <laughs> I think it all stems back to your parents, Benita. <laughs> okay, all right. So your, your letter this morning is P for purple. Okay. All right. Good luck, hon. Name a type of bird. Uh, Petri. Name a cocktail ingredient. Um, pickle. Uh, <laughs> um, pass. Name a dangerous animal. Um... Pass. Name a band. Uh, Paramore. Name a sport. Um, pass. Name a dessert. Um, pavlova. Name something important at a wedding. Um, parents. Name a type of cheese. All right. Can we confirm question one, the type of bird that you said? What did you say? Petri. Petri bird. A petri bird? A petri in a pond. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Abby. Sorry. Sorry. You've got to do that again. We're just the adjudicators want to hear that. Just a, a petri in a palm tree. <laughs> a petri <laughs> in a partridge. Um, I think that's P. 
Nah, sorry. No, that's okay. Yeah, no, it's a Petri bird. Is it Petri? Yeah, I'll give it your Petri bird. No? We're yeah. going with Petri. Uh, no. No? No, he's a person. <laughs> Petri Hawkins bird. He's the judge on Judge... He's the um, sheriff on Judge Judy. <laughs> Manita. That's okay. I love that bird, guy. But not I the bird we're him. after. He is good, isn't he? <laughs> he is very she good. She always turns it when you're actually doing it. Yes. You got $200, so well done. <laughs> no. Awesome. Oh, no, Thank you got 150 because oh, we took Pe- Petrie off you. Hey, hey everyone, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, Benita. You've got $150. Yeah. We're, not okay. We're not accepting Petrie. Have a That's wonderful fine. day and feel free to play whenever you want ever again, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Our new superstar coach. Hey, very excited to have this man on because he is going to be returning for The Voice on Channel 9. Um, It's going to be huge. Hashtag Team Joe. Joe Jonas. Oh, yeah. In the studio. Morning, my man. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good. I, I I love you being on The Voice, and I don't know, am I going to feel sorry for the other judges because people are just choosing you? Because there's always that judge is like the favourite one, and everyone's like, I want to go with him. He's just got so much experience. You would be surprised. You know, uh. I think everybody, it's pretty equal. I mean, a lot of people, when they when they go on and, and, and you think like, oh, this is going to be easy, you know, like, oh, th- I got this in the bag, and then they're like, they're like, I'll, I'll go with George. And you're like, oh, man. Like, your hopes and dreams can be crushed pretty quickly. Like, and then you start getting, like, you personally attacked. You're like, is Why? it, like, what I'm wearing today? Is it, like, did, is, I, did they, and then, then you're, like, coming up with excuses, like, oh, they just don't like my music. It's fine. Oh, they, well, they wouldn't say that to you, though, would they? They'd, they'd... I mean, some people are pretty, pretty honest, which you kind of love, and it makes for good TV, if you can imagine. Wow. So how long in between the phone call to say, hey, we want you on The Voice, to you deciding you're going to do it? Because, you know, you're in your own band and putting music and stuff out. It must be, and you guys have to commit a lot of time to doing this. That's the biggest thing is committing the time. I I really was excited about the opportunity, especially working with the other coaches. I, I really look up to all of them, and there's so much amazing talent here in Australia. But it really was balancing time of touring and knowing that I'll have enough time off to actually be on the a part of the show. So once that was blocked off, I mean, it wasn't a long before I was able to pack my bags and come out here. How long did it take you to choose your outfit as a coach? Because we all know that one outfit you need to be wearing for a long period of time throughout all the auditions. Is that a serious right. thought process? Well, being the new coach, I'm kind of learning as we go. Yeah. So like... I probably should have gotten like multiple outfits of the same look, <laughs> but instead I'm just starting to stink in my my seat in those hot lights, and like they all like all the other coaches are you know like pros like they've got like multiple looks of the same look right, and there I am sitting just sweating, mm-hmm. and I probably smell disgusting by day three or four. Um, talking of your beautiful fiance Sophie Turner, I am going to apologize because I'm a huge fan. Um, why no, do you have to be sorry? I apologize. About? I'm a big fan because too. Because he would hear about Game of Thrones <laughs> the whole time. Uh. And I'm so obsessed with her, and I just want to know Is that you... why they said you weren't allowed to ask questions? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get told that as well? Um, no, no, I just, I could hear, I could hear you like in. In the headphones right before, I was like, you were just like, so I can't ask that question? Yeah, so I, I and no one gave me an answer, so I'm going to ask it. Do you get... <laughs> Whatever, go ahead. Do you get any sort of intel? Does she read the new scripts in front of you? Because we've been hearing a lot of people, um, like Kit Harrington's not allowed to read it in front of his fiance because he's giving too much away. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish I could say anything, but the truth is, like, she doesn't give me spoilers. Right. But I kind of respect it because I'm a fan of the show, and I'm mm. a big nerd at heart. So, like, if I was... 
told how things were going to turn out, I probably would have been kind of disappointed because we have to wait so long for the next season. Yeah, and now you can just not tell her who wins the voice. Back at her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Make her watch. Well, Joe doesn't find <laughs> out until guess, the last night. I, guess, yeah, I, I know that. It probably, was... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit easier for her, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is, she, is she coming out? Because you're here for a long time doing the show. Is she popping yeah. out or...? If she can, yeah, her schedule's crazy, as you can imagine. So I, I, yeah. I really want her to come uh, spend some time. I mean, I, I love it here. I really, I love Australia. I love the people. Um, the food's amazing, and she's definitely a little bit jealous of my lifestyle out here. Yeah. Uh, well, you're learning how to surf, <laughs> aren't you? While well, you've got the time. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't write home about it just yet. Right. I mean, I chose the wrong day. There was, there was a cyclone <laughs> in Fiji, and the day after, I went to learn on my second time ever surfing. Right. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm thinking, I'm like these. T- you know, 10-foot waves, which are massive for us in the States. I'm thinking this is the norm, and I'm doing everything I can just to stay on <laughs> the water. So I'm looking at a and photo I'm, from your, it must be your Instagram or something, you've put it up. Um, and you got yeah. You it got might the, be the only photo of me actually standing up. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you are on the beach yeah. holding the holding yeah. the board. You're not on the board. Oh, I'm on the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's the that was me standing up the entire time was on the beach. Yeah, right. You've got the rashy on. That's always a tough decision just to decide whether you wear the the rash shirt or whether you go topless right. in the beach. He was, you know, our our Mike, the coach, the trainer. I I really liked and. I told him I said like make me look as pro as possible, um, and then they put their big like surfing logo above, <laughs> over top of it. So yeah. I was like, oh okay, well. Yeah. And then pro. I'm like, you know, I have that massive board, not like a regular surfboard. So you look seven. I might just have to. Yeah, I'll say like a one. It's like out of a ten, I'll I'll say I'm a three on that scale. <laughs> Uh, right now, we're hanging out with Joe Jonas. Bud, hang there a second. When we come back, we need to discuss a fight that apparently happened over a restaurant bill between you, Boy George, Kelly Rowland, and Delta Goodrum. It's next. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Our new superstar coach, Joe Jonas. The voice, uh, it is only days away. Channel 9 cannot wait to see it. Uh, it's going to be feistier than ever and one of the new coaches, Joe Jonas is on the air right now. We were talking to Sonia Kruger um, about this and she wasn't able to give us an answer so I'll put you on the spot. When your fellow coaches and you go out for dinner who yeah. actually pays? Because I think she said there was a big dinner and she goes, I don't even know who paid in the end. You guys did a runner. Did um, you? Yeah. I think I think we put it on her tab. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, host pays. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, I, I'm sure there's like an, a lot of budget, but when it comes time for like our own friend dinners, like yeah. it can kind of be like a battle for the check. Um, I think we all want to make sure that we, like, we do our part. And I think being the new guy, maybe I'm like, I overcompensate, so I'm probably trying to get the bill every time just to, yeah. like, get on their good side. Oh, yeah, but boy, George, you know he'd be ordering up the expensive champagne. You'd be sweating through that whole dinner, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, maybe. I mean, he, you know, boy, George is, is the coolest, man. I mean, to actually spend that much time with, like, a hero of mine, like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay the bill anytime. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I hate that when you go to dinner and you go, oh, guys, I'll, my treat, I'll do that. And then you see people keep getting getting the cocktails. And you're like, no, yeah. stop. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, sure. You know what? I will have the caviar. <laughs> well, yeah. Why, why are they taking that champagne out of that glass jar? Why That, that looks <laughs> yeah, very yeah. expensive. Not yeah, the yeah. cabinet! Yeah, that's a display, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when they pull out the ladder to get to the top tier <laughs> yeah. of the alcohol level. <laughs> hey, will uh, your band DNC, will you be performing? 
this year on the, I on want the voice? to. Yeah, we're trying to work that out now. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it would be make a lot of sense, and yeah. I think it'd be great to also get their like advice. You know, with certain artists that I'll be working with, to bring them in so they can kind of like. Um, tell them a little bit about what they've learned throughout the years and I think that's always nice you know something that I did a little bit in the states was with Adam Levine I mentored on top of his coaching and mm. it's a cool concept so if I could do that even behind the scenes with my band and my artists I think that would be really great um, you you may or may not remember this Joe it's fine if you didn't I interviewed you when you were out here promoting your album two years year and a half ago Okay. Um, yeah. No, he, you were the only interview. And um, <laughs> so did we, mate. We did I, as well. Yeah. I haven't finished my story. Okay. Yet. Okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> this is the party. Might you might remember okay. giving it some just some pre pretext. Okay. Got uh-huh. it. Got it. Uh-huh. Um, I think during, I know where this might be going. Uh, you tell me if you think you know if you remember what happened. Do you re- involve treadmills? No, no, I'm not oh. the treadmill guy. My phone started ringing in my pocket <laughs> during the interview, and I had it on yes. silent, and it was buzzing and buzzing, and I started talking louder and louder because I was really embarrassed <laughs> that I had been so unprofessional. And you go, nah, answer it. Put it on speaker and answer it. Yes, I do remember this. Who uh, was it again? It was my wife, and she was oh, that's right. on the way to the hospital because my son had <gasps> fallen over oh, and cracked his head right. open. <laughs> oh, my God. God, is he okay now? No. No. I, that's what I was... I was just, <laughs> just wondering if... I was like, oh, and you're laughing. I was like, oh, you guys, I think you guys have a really good sense of humor. Yeah, no, no, well, well, obviously, yeah, two years later, you're like, yes, and he's fine now. Yes, no, um, he, he's fine. Just a couple of stitches, but I remember that. I was, I was so embarrassed. That's like, no, but I'm glad you answered. We were like, oh, God, that's so good because of the timing. Yeah, and at the end you're like, "I'm so sorry, I feel so bad." I was like, "Nah, man." That, was that the best means part of you the owe you actually owe Joe a carton of beer because you know the rule saying that if a phone goes off during an interview on the radio, what do you drink? Yes, um, right now a lot of Coopers. Oh, good oh, choice. Yes, nice yes, good choice. I can you know, lo- like local flavor. Mm. All right. Well, here in Brisbane we have Forex Gold. Have you ever had that? Well, now I will. Right, there you go. Uh, there we you call go. them Milton Mangoes. You have to send it to him now. All right, I'll send you a slab. I mean, now we're going to have that weird conversation where I ask for your address and stuff. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure we can sort something out. Yeah. Hey, uh, The Voice, it's coming back to Channel 9. Um, it is going to be a huge season. You, Boy George, Delta Goodrum, Kelly Rowland. Uh, looking forward to hopefully catching up throughout the, uh, the season as well, buddy. Yeah, same. Looking forward to it. All right, Joe Jonas, there he is. We'll talk soon. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. See you Thanks soon. so much. Bye. Bye Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Shocking new revelations from the Australian distributor of Thermomix. It is admitted to telling the public that its machines were absolutely safe when it had known for over two years that nine people had been burnt. Ooh, it's a, been a cult that I want to. I have been wanting to join for quite some time. The Thermomix cult. Because everyone that's got one goes, oh. Great for it dips. It will change your life. Well, my friend's got one. She's cooked everything on it. What did she cook? Has she ever done a spit roast with it? That's what I said to her. I said, well, look, I'll go through the last week of me cooking. I've done a roast. Can you cook a roast? She goes, no. I said, can you cook a steak? She goes, no. So you can, okay, so you can't do everything. She goes, well, no, but you shouldn't cook those. I like, all right. But here's my $1,500 then. You can do risottos. <laughs> no, they're 2000 now. Yeah, that's why. See, this is the issue. I've been saying to my husband, don't listen to the news lately, because if you didn't hear, they've been fined four point six million dollars. So they're now four grand each. <laughs> they've got money to make back. And I'm like, don't listen to it, because he's been trying to tell me that I don't need one. Yeah, and I think I do. Well, touch about your menu. You don't, because none of the things. I'll change you cook. my menu. <laughs> I'll change my menu. Okay. I'll cook risottos. Uh huh. And custards. 
Ooh. I've been to a Thermomix party. I've been to two. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but you got so drunk at it, didn't you, that you needed to have a nap? Well, they did st- strawberry daiquiris because they wanted to show you how you could do, like, um, sorbets. Yeah. And I thought that was really nice because they start with the cold and then they go on. Yeah. And it was 10.30 in the morning and no one wanted them. So I just drunk them all and then I had to lay down. Do you reckon that's how the casino makes their daiquiris? <laughs> I <laughs> love a casino mix. daiquiri. <laughs> well, then you should get a Thermomix. I'm in. It's really like it. <laughs> But I've been wanting to get one because I was like, I just think it will make my life easier. And then I woke up to an email from Thermomix. So because you're you're on their mailing list, yeah, you don't know. Because I was going to sign up for one, and then the lady at the party, I kept saying, I'm going to get one eventually, and that you can do them in installments. But I was under the impression that it just cooks everything for you. Yeah, like you just put on a button, you type in, you want custom, you walk away. Yeah. But no, it tells you then what measurements you need to put in. Right. And then I think you've got um, recipes. Sorry if I'm sorry if I'm doing this wrong for the Thermomix cult. Um, yeah. you still got to stand by it. Yeah. But the reason they have been fined, and it is quite serious, is people got burns. Mm. And they got serious burns because they had a faulty lid. It could come off during the cooking right. process. And they failed to tell people that they did have concerns. And that's why if anyone has this model, they're going to upgrade it. And yeah. then they also got fined. So they just um, were explaining that they got um, fined. And this is what the email had an apology for it. So they're saying um, they've followed all the proceedings and they'd like to regret how much um, this has happened and they're very sorry about it. They want to apologise. And they said in Australia, Thermomix is not a big corporation. Right. We're just a mother and daughter business. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh-huh. Just 20,000 mothers and daughters. <laughs> and you know that mums don't start businesses that are successful because women don't chat. Sorry, we're just a, a small business that happens to be in 1.5 million homes right around the country at 15 to a $2,000 a pop. We, we can't afford this. Well, that's what they did say, actually, said. They said that they've got, um, they've got around about 500,000 Thermomix owners. Yeah, right. Right. So... Let me do some mathematics. Yeah, I thought you would. I'm a calculator here. So it's $2,000. $2,000, you reckon, is the average price of it? Yes, that's what it is now. All yeah. Right. So, 500,000? Uh-huh. I know smart people listening have already well, worked that out, just, but we're yeah. dumb. But, yeah. Oh, it comes up with an error. So, 500,000 of them? Yes. Yeah. Was times it just times by 2,000. Yeah, it, uh, it is. Okay. No, nah, it comes up with 1E9. My calculator can't even handle it. 1E9? That's it comes up with an error. <laughs> That's what it comes up with, an error. It's but a lot I of money. I do the cooking here. You do what? I do the cooking here. Yeah, on a sandwich press for, for 50 bucks from Kmart. But Bloody imagine brilliant. what I would cook you guys if I had a Thermomix, a work Thermomix. Daiquiris? I will do daiquiris if you chip in. Really? I'll, I'll chip in for daiquiris. How all much? Right. Who's all chipping? That depends on how many people are chipping in. Not me. You never get you, you never get to use no, it, though. You, you know what it's like here? There's a bloody lineup. What the heck is that? A song? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, were you deep in daiquiri world? <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt On Hit 105 Stav, Abby and Matt Boomer, you rang I'ma come back like a boomerang We're back on people two days We didn't get an answer on this It is a phone Mm -hmm. uh, Super glued to a boomerang With a charger Uh, We've sent it to the GC And it's just getting passed around to randoms We ring it and chat to whoever's got it at the time Now we have said that uh, three strikes and you're out But that resets if it answers right Because it answered yes sir That's good So it's going to be three in a row Yeah. Yeah Okay Yeah very good. Uh, we've had a, a very long journey of this. A lot of people have been answering it. Uh, let's just catch up on exactly who we've spoken to. I'm come back like a boomerang. Hello, hit one of five, Frank Phone. This is Nash speaking. What are you competing in? Long jump. 
Oh. Hello, how are you? It's Alicia. Oh, hey, Alicia. Alicia. You've got our boom you rang phone. Are you an athlete as well? I do have pass on. Good luck with your event. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for answering. Hello. Hello. Hey. Who's this? Uh, this is Nicola McCormick. I'm a high jumper from Australia. Yay. Oh, nice. Call this phone right now. See who answers. Things you have reached the message. Oh, no, that's so fast. Private number. That's not good. Do it again. Again. Do it again. You have reached the oh, message no. of private number. We'll move on from this. We'll try it again tomorrow. I have faith that we will be fine. It's one little hurdle, not a big deal. All right. Are you ready? Are we going to ring it now? Yes, because I think this is now party hour. Because oh. I've seen all the photos, and now a lot of uh, people have finished their competition, and they're going out and about, and they're saying the Gold Coast is looking very, very good. Can you imagine, Abby, if we get a uh, steeplechaser? You watched that yesterday. I watched it yesterday. I was very impressed with the steeplechase. I just, I first I thought there was water on the track, and I thought, oopsie, someone's made a boo boo. But they just ran through it. I went, that's deliberate. Imagine if we get one of those African athletes, the Cameroon, who've bailed. Yeah. No. Imagine that. They would not answer. They might. You don't know that. Well, no, because when we got a, no, they might think it's their 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 person. Like, you don't think they'll question at this time that that looks a little bit dodgy, and we want to stay away from dodgy stuff. Anyway, let's find cool, out. Cool, cool, cool. That's fine. Okay, ring. Here we go. Kind of a good feeling today. Yeah, yeah I've got a Cameroony feeling. No. Macaroni feeling. I want Jamaica. Jamaica, 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 Jamaica. Are Jamaican, you crazy? Yeah. You have reached the message bank. No. That's not good. No, no, call again. Call straight back. And it rang out. Those those Cameroon athletes, they're looking at it going, do Stop we it. answer, do we not? Call back. Do you reckon it's the cops? Or Stav, Abby and Matt? Maybe the cops don't answer it. Hello? Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Alex Holly. Hey, hey Alex, Alex Holly. It's Stav, Hi. Abby and Matt, you're on the radio. Hi. Hey, we didn't, we, you're awake and you're out and about? Yeah, yeah, I was. I just missed the first call. Okay. <laughs> We know it was us ringing, not someone else. And how did you come across our phone? Um, Nicola McDermott gave it to me. And what do you do? I'm a hammer thrower. Oh wow! I love the hammer top. So exciting! Sponsored by Bunnings? No. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be good if I was. Have you you competed? (laughs) I did. I competed on Tuesday. I came second. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Can I ask, I always wonder that how people get into like the shot put and discus and hammer throwing and stuff. Oh, let's go around the table and see if we can have a guess. Like how she she came into it. got into it. Yeah. Don't you reckon there's a story behind it? Well, we could just ask her. You go. (laughs) (laughs) How did you you get into hammer toss? Um, So probably none of you would have guessed this, but um, I was doing discus in my, in year seven, just at a school comp and one of the officials there she came up to me after and was like, oh, you're probably not that good at discus. Do you want to start hammer throwing? And I was like, oh, okay. Didn't really know what it was. So I went home, looked it up on YouTube um, and thought, okay, this looks pretty cool. So just, you know, said I'll give it a go. And here I am like about seven years later. Wow. Yeah. Brilliant. YouTube got you into hammer throwing. It did, yeah. We should do a uh, an educational video now on YouTube of how to do it. Yes, and then Lou Kids. 
Yeah. yeah. Call it Habitat. Do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the vibe like uh, on the Gold Coast? Has it picked up? We've seen it's been pretty quiet. Is everyone starting to get loose now? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Um, but last night, I haven't actually been out yet, but I'm thinking tonight All right. I'll go out and just enjoy myself. But, um, yeah, um, as more people are finishing, you know, in the athletics team and all the teams, now the swimmers are finished, so yeah. I heard they had a big night last night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Get on the steel knocks. Each day, <laughs> each day people have said to us that the swimmers had a big night, which yeah. means they've been backing it up. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, this well, is a big night. Yeah, yeah, this is exciting, though, because when you go out tonight, we're wondering if you could pass it on to someone because that's going to be our last person that we chat to for the boomerang. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Love it. All All right. Right. One last question before we let you go. Has there been, yeah. like... People trawling the the village looking for those Cameroon um, athletes that went missing. Like, what's what's the go there? Oh, uh, you know what? I haven't actually heard much, oh. but I just saw on the news this morning that they're still lost. Yeah. Um, and apparently they didn't even compete. Some of them. Yeah. They just yeah. came here to go away. Yeah. Um, and run, <laughs> I guess. But did, did you do um, that too? Because you're from New South Wales. You're welcome to stay. Yeah, I like this weather. No, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like well, the beaches. Well, lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for answering our phone. Pass it on and we'll ring it tomorrow, same time. I will. Thank you so much. Thanks, darling. Bye. Thanks, guys. And good Bye. luck. Well, I mean, sorry, well Thank done you. on the silver. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, I don't know if anyone finds it just difficulty leaving a child in the morning. You know when you've got to drop them off at childcare and they're crying? No. No, White laters. <laughs> I mean, I love it's you. It's hard. And then you call them after and you're like, they're really distressed. How are they? And they're like, oh, no, they stopped crying as soon as you actually got in the car. Yeah. You're like, oh. But I've been uh, finding it hard to leave in the morning because my son's sick, so he's been waking up. He's like, don't leave, mummy. I need you. And you're like, oh, I feel so bad. And he's like crying. And I said to him, do you want your favorite food? Do you want a roll up? And he said, yeah, that'd be good. Stop crying, grabbed it and ran to the couch. <laughs> Thanks. Health insurance. (laughs) What's that look for? You need to keep it. I know. I've had it for a long time. It's a necessary evil. Mm. And I am thankful that I can afford to have it. Well, you can't. No one can afford it, let's be honest. (laughs) But there's some people who actually just physically don't have the money. So I'm lucky in the fact that I get to pay a very high premium every month. Very, very high premium. But then when I go to use it at physio mm. and it says, congratulations, you get $35 back. That's good. It is. But the gap's 90 Yeah. So I pay you around about $350 a month so that when I go to a physio, I can still pay 90 bucks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. But no thanks. I blame the government. Blame the government for everything. Yeah, you do. Because they've taken our fingerprints and they're using it against us. No, it's the FBI. What? (laughs) (laughs) Forget it. Forget it. Hey there, M1, right around Springwood. Traffic just tends to slow up there. Mm. You think, oh, something bad must have happened. Mm. Must have been a big three car pileup. You drive slowly. And suddenly, just after there, mm. clears up. And there was nothing happening except for 
merging. Mm. No one knows how to merge. I realise at this point, Abby, my voice is soothing you into a... It's very... Like, I'm trying to listen to what you're saying, but I, I it sounds like you're eyes. reading a book. <laughs> and then the little bear so, ate its porridge. Get busy living <laughs> or get busy dying. Thanks. But no thanks. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. Podcast done. Bit of extra business here if anyone would like to chat. Extra business. We don't have to if you don't have anything. So, we were talking in the show about the shoes washed up on the beach. Yes. Over the past decade... Those who skipped that, because it is as enthralling as it was, uh, we had a, had a caller say that left, f- left shoes turn up on Shore Island in Mackay in the Where the Sundays. They, they stay opposite behind. Dir- they go in the opposite direction because yeah. they're, they're bent. But where are they of the then? currents. It's on another beach. But in Canada... They get left right out. Where do you Google all this crap? I just know it. In Canada... No, you don't. You're reading it. Yeah, but what I Google it because you guys didn't believe me. In Canada, 13 left-footed legs. Prosthetic legs. No. Real legs. Real legs. What the hell? Have washed up on shore over the past decade. So they've been ripped off the bodies. Uh-huh. Why? Grizzly fine. They don't know. It's, a, it's, what, it's an X-file. They don't know why. The foot was totally intact, the ankle bone still worked, and the bones were attached at the base of the knee. So I don't they believe a serial the ankle. killer. they got a serial yeah. killer who is keeping everything else but the left leg. Yeah, since Why 2007, another on... dozen feet have washed up in British Columbia, each of them still clad in their running shoes. Oh, British Columbia. Yeah, Canada. So that's where you've been dumping them, mate. <laughs> is that oh why you God. like that place so much? They've got a picture of it. And it's like it's got bones coming out and it's still got its sock on. It's kind of sad. Kind of sad. <laughs> I would say it's incredibly sad. It's, there was just, there was are people, people claiming are... that they know these feet. Yeah, Eileen. That's not funny. <laughs> it's interesting though, isn't it? Well, you know who they are. You've still who? got the right foot at home. Well, the yeah, guess so. I just think it's interesting. Don't you find the unsolved mysteries entertaining? Yeah, I do. That's uh, why I watch a lot of Law and Order. But they solve them every time. Talking like unsolved, like Bigfoot. Not if you turn off on the second last last ad break. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't believe in Bigfoot either, would you? No, No, Bigfoot's not real. Why? Do you believe in Bigfoot? Uh, Yeah. Really? There's enough undiscovered country out there for it to be possible. What? He's just the greatest hide-and-seek player of all time. (laughs) No one's ever actually found him. They've only just got a glimpse of him. Yeah. No, in in this day of iPhones, there's no way something like that would be able to hide and not get photographed. Right. And GoPros and everything. If David yeah. Attenborough can get two turtles fornicating, why can he not get Bigfoot? Yeah, there'd be people. You know? um, there'd be people getting selfies with him all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Bigfoot would be smart. He'd be making money out of it. He'd, he'd, you know, get himself a gig, getting kids parties and shit. <laughs> like, mm. All right, there I'm you alone. go. All right, have a, have, a, have a great day, everyone. Bye. Stand by. Stav, Abby and Matt.